Welcome back to The Naked Connection. This is the show that helps driven men reach sexual mastery and build deep connections. My name is Kirsten and I am on a mission to help men and women come together in intimacy to have epic, epic sex and love. And in this episode, I am going to be sharing four practices and approaches to really transform your sexual mastery. So if you want to incorporate Tantra into your intimacy, or if you're really looking to simply become a better lover, this episode is going to be an amazing place for you to start. Because I believe that these are really practical training tips to enhance the way that you make love, enhance the way that you connect, and really the way that you experience pleasure, both for yourself and with your partner. Now, I have come to find that men have such a sexual magic and power. And I really want you to be able to tap into your own power and into your own magic. And I will share that if you are a woman tuning in, this is also an amazing place for you to be because this is going to help you to understand men's sexuality more, you know, understanding what men are experiencing when they're exploring intimacy and within an intimate experience. And also it's going to be a great way for you to perhaps be supportive and to help your man become a stronger lover himself. Now, I think that there has been such emphasis placed on men better understanding women in their sex. And there is equal value in women really understanding men in their sexual experiences. You know, in my own exploration and education around men's sexuality, I have learned so much about myself, about how I engage in relationships with men and really how I show up with men in general. So my hope is that this episode and really this show will be wildly supportive for you too. Now, like anything that we really care about, becoming a masterful lover, it takes effort and it takes time. You know, I haven't found anyone who just woke up one day and was this insanely masterful lovemaking machine where pleasure was just like shooting out of their fingertips. And, you know, he was able to send women into the cosmos whenever they would come and they were just like living in this ecstatic state of cosmic orgasmic bliss. Like, no, you know, it takes intentionality, it takes time, and it takes focus. And I really think that. If anyone is telling you that this can happen overnight, that, you know, within two days you can become a masterful lover, you know, I would get really curious about what, what they're really doing, what they're really sharing with you and what's really true. And I think that even if it was possible, even if overnight you could just become epic at sex, if you're anything like me, that wouldn't feel so good. It wouldn't mean as much to you. And I always come back to that concept. Well, it's not really a concept. It's fact that a lot of the times when people win the lottery, they actually end up becoming broke not that long later. And a part of it, I believe, is that you know when you don't have to work for something, it doesn't mean as much for you, right? Like the money that they gained instantly didn't have as much connection and power behind it as opposed to if they had worked really hard, if they had, you know, built a company or put the hours in at their job to earn that money, it doesn't mean the same. It doesn't carry the same weight. And I think the same is true here in your intimacy. And I think actually a part of the magic of these practices and techniques that I'm going to share is that they slowly open you up, not only to more pleasure, 
and others, but they open you up to yourself. And I think that time is such a key element in this work because the more time that you're putting in, that's really training your brain that this is something that you care about. This is something that you've created consistency in. And this as a result is something that is really powerful for you. So I think that the time element is super, super important and it's a vital piece of becoming masterful in your sexuality. Now, to truly understand the systems of tantric practices, it takes time and really a willingness to commit yourself to those practices. Now, if you're wanting to transition to more of a sacred experience in your sexuality, like moving beyond simply just the physical element of it, it will also take effort. And you know, you might be wondering, why would I take something that is easy and that feels really good and make it hard, right? If it's that idea, like if it isn't broken, why fix it? And we aren't necessarily trying to fix something that is broken. We're trying to take something great and make it even better. Okay. So for many of you, sex feels really good already. Like you can have an orgasm, you can get off, you can like enjoy experiencing the partner or the partners that you're with. And it's great. This is all about, these techniques are all about taking that good experience and skyrocketing it into something even better. Now I'm an athlete And some of you may or may not know, I was a competitive athlete in college and a little while after. So like competition and training is just like in sports and mastery is just like in my blood and in my bones. And I recently started playing beach volleyball. And you're like, what does beach volleyball have to do with sex? Well, actually a lot. (laughs) So when you start doing a new sport, it's really easy to just want to jump in and start playing, right? Like when I started playing beach volleyball, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so fun. I just want to play. I just want to have a good time. But it usually didn't end well. You know, I didn't know how to serve the ball. I didn't know how to set a ball to someone. I had no idea what the rules of the game even were. It would always go poorly. And it was actually really overwhelming as well. And, you know, as a competitive athlete, I was like, this is not acceptable. I have to get better. So I started practicing small, simple skills. I started training on repeat. I started passing on repeat. I started setting on repeat over and over and over again. And I really started to train for the sport before I began to play it. And I think that the same is true for tantric sex. You're not just going to jump in and have this massive tantric experience with someone. Beforehand, you're going to train for it. So Consider this episode beginning to your sexual training. Now, before we get into these techniques and practices, I want to share one more really important piece on actually why you want to do this, why you want to do these practices, why you want to incorporate a sexual training practice into your life. Now, even if tantric sex isn't important to you and you just want to be better at sex, like this point is also for you. There is really this concept that's often talked about in sexual conversations and in sexual education about a person actually being used more as a masturbation tool than as someone to connect with intimately. So 
This could look like a man hooking up with people simply for the sake of him getting off. And that can be true for women too. Like a woman could hook up with a man or men for the sake of them simply getting off. Using the man's body or using the woman's body more as a tool for their own pleasure and for them reaching some sort of goal, typically an orgasm, right? And so this can even happen in committed partnerships. This is not just solely for hookup dating culture. And I share this point not because I'm trying to say that someone is a bad person if this is what they've done. It typically means that this is simply someone that doesn't know any differently. And, you know, we all have to take personal responsibility for ourselves in our lives. And also there are external factors that are contributing to the reason why we might not know any differently. You know, a lot of times we grow up watching porn or using movies with explicit scenes as education around sex. And then as a result, likely develop patterns that really mimic this sort of sexual behavior, or perhaps the style of sex is, is something that you thought that someone wanted based on what you witnessed. And I think it's really important to also point out that, you know, if you're a man and you're like, wow, this is kind of the path that I've been on, you know, women also may have thought that that was what they were supposed to want too. Because this is what we've grown up with. This is what we've been educated with in a very specific way. It creates an absolute clusterfuck, right? Because we all think that we want something, but like deep down, like maybe we don't and we aren't sure what we want instead. So this is why we're here to take that sexual experience from really, you know, ultimately masturbating with another person's body and building it into this really incredible, deep, rich, powerful connection for you and the other person. So I do want to share that kind of a piece of this as well is often that, you know, for men, if you're penetrating too hard and too fast, you'll actually end up pushing a woman to close off both emotionally and physically. So literally if a woman is not fully aroused when you penetrate her, be it with your fingers, with your cock, with a dildo, with whatever it is, her body is actually going to tighten up, to tense up. And this tension develops in her and creates not only a poor experience for her, but also a poor experience for you because you aren't going to get the opportunity to experience sex with a fully open and surrendered woman. And I do not want this for you because I want you to be this freaking magical sex God that's just blowing her mind and that's like opening her up and that you get to experience the fullness of like a truly surrendered, desiring woman. So let's get into it. <laughs> Here are the four practices I'm going to share today to really enhance your confidence and your sexual mastery. So I would recommend that you moving forward, set aside 10 to 15 minutes every single day, or maybe even twice a week, you know, whatever you can commit to doing that, you know, you can sign up your, sign yourself up for, and then use this as the beginning of your sexual training. So the first technique I'm going to share is all about the way that you breathe. 
And the reason I'm sharing this first is because the way that you incorporate your breath into all of the additional techniques and practices is going to take that practice and amplify it, take that practice and make it deeper, take that practice and make it so much stronger for you. So there are many different ways that you can breathe and integrate breath work into not only your masturbation practice, but also within your coupled sex. And when I have worked with clients, you know, I go way deeper into various breathwork practices. But to get started, I want to share a powerful, simple breath that you can incorporate right now into your self-pleasure, into your masturbation, into your intimacy. Now, when you deepen your breath while you touch yourself or while you connect with your partner, you want to go deeper and slower and actually breathe into the depth of your belly. And when you breathe in this deep, slow way that's really anchored into the depths of your belly, this is going to transition you actually from a sympathetic state, that fight or flight existence, and into a parasympathetic state that rest and digest. And by slowing the breath way down, by deepening your breath, you're actually relaxing your body and you're opening your heart. And I think that breath is truly the number one technique to slow down going into ejaculation because you shift your nervous system from this state of excitation, which actually triggers the ejaculatory reflex, and you move it into a deeper state of that parasympathetic relaxation. So by relaxing yourself, you're prolonging the time until you reach an ejaculation. Not only that, but your lover is going to appreciate being with someone who is present, who is calm, and who is moving through pleasure with them in a state of control. And you can really use your breath to actually control yourself control the pace and create a container where you are deeply in control of what's going on. And that's going to feel so good for you and so good for your partner. So let's talk about what this breath looks like and how you can incorporate it into your body right now. And we'll actually do a couple breaths together in this moment. So you want to first begin by inhaling slowly through your nose and into the depths of your belly. So as you breathe in through your nose, pull that breath into the deepest part of your belly. And then as you exhale, open and exhale through your mouth. So inhaling in through your nose, deep into your belly. Exhaling out through your mouth. So yummy. (laughs) Breathing in this flow will actually move you out of your head and into your body. Even sending your attention into making sure that you're inhaling into the depths of your belly is helping you to move from your mind into your body. And you're actually shifting not only your mind, 
but also your nervous system into a more primal state. And in future episodes, we're going to get all into activating and living in your primal state, especially in sexual experiences, because uh, it feels so good as a woman to receive a man that's really truly in his primal state. So we'll get more into that, but know that to start this breath is really moving your nervous system into a more primal state. And that is so, so potent. Now, during all of the following techniques that I'm going to share, if you want to really step them up a level, as I said before, use this breath, use this inhalation slowly through your nose into your belly and exhaling out from your mouth. And I think, you know, one thing to notice is, uh, when it comes to breath and sound that I've really picked up on since most sex education comes from porn truly. And, and what's really interesting about porn is that the men are often really quiet, especially in comparison to the women. And I think that that, you know, is really simply put because most porn is geared towards the pleasure of men. And most men want to hear a woman like really enjoying herself when they're in a masturbation state. And I think that the silence of men can often lead men to actually quiet their tone and often have truly a more shallow breath. And the same is also true for women in porn, right? They're breathing really shallow like this. It's like in the top of their chest and it's really like short and fast, but this shallow short breath is going to increase your speed and increase your energy and actually lead to orgasm sooner. And also result in a more shallow orgasmic sensation. None of which we want, right? Unless it's like you're truly going for a quickie, which awesome. But if you're looking for like a really powerful, deep, rich, like insanely pleasurable experience, you're going to want to incorporate a deeper, slower, richer breath into your practice. So I think it's just something to notice and, and to take this breath and as you're inhaling and exhaling, actually inviting in sound, inviting in a richer tone within yourself. And as you're feeling that pleasure, actually allowing your voice in your throat to release the sound that wants to come out. So as you're inhaling and exhaling, just notice, I think first in your masturbation practice, and as you set this time aside, what happens when you invite in more sound within yourself. So just an additional piece that you can play around with within your practice. So technique number one is all about this rich, slow, deep breath. Technique two is where we are going to be working out your pelvic floor. Now you may have heard of women doing Kegel exercises, right? You know, where you squeeze as though you're trying to stop yourself from peeing. And men can also do Kegel exercises as well. And I'm going to share, you know, a slightly varied version of this type of exercise for you to incorporate into your practice today. And we are going to really focus on the perineum. So this is the space between the base of your cock, your testicles, and your anus. And you're actually going to focus on squeezing your perineum. So I recommend when you do this, that you actually sit in a chair and this might sound weird at first, but, and actually touch your perineum, touch this part of your body. And as you squeeze and release it, and you want to touch yourself because most men will actually squeeze 
all parts of their body around their perineum except for their perineum. So this could be your anus, this could be your inner thighs. And I just want to share that, you know, when I do Kegel exercises myself as for the woman's version, um, it takes me a lot of really intentional practice to actually squeeze my Kegel muscles and like not my ass in you, you think you're doing it. And then when you, when you touch this part of your body, you're like, Oh wait, I'm not like when you really put all of your focus and attention into the part of your body that you're wanting to engage, you recognize that you're actually just like moving everything around it. So sit in that chair, place one palm, couple fingers on the perineum. So that space between your cock and your testicles and your anus and focus on squeezing and releasing. And actually, you know, it's funny going back to more sports analogies. A lot of the times when, when I'm in the gym and I'm wanting to do, um, muscle activation, it is really helpful for you to place your palm on the part of your body when you want, where you want to activate that muscle. It just activates something different in your body and in your mind. And it creates, um, I don't know the science behind this truly, but it creates a stronger connection. So a lot of the times if I'm trying to activate a part of my back, I'll place my palm on the low part of my back and it not only helps to engage it, but it also helps to bring awareness to whether I'm engaging it or not. And so this is a great practice for a few reasons, right? First and foremost, it actually strengthens your pelvic floor and it shifts your mind focus. So instead of drifting into a fantasy or focusing on another part of the body, you begin to become incredibly present within your sensations, within your actions, and you build pleasure and presence to where your mind is sending your attention. So by focusing on a single part of your body, you are activating a deeper sense of presence within yourself. Now, Athletes build a strong connection to what they are doing as they are doing it. And if you're an athlete, you're going to like know that. Or if you've ever just like done sports in general, you'll know that you put emphasis on building a strong connection to what you are doing as you are doing it. And some people call this flow state, right? Like you're really getting into the moment. You're really moving. You're really alive. Now, fantasy and pornography actually shift your attention into a fantasy realm leaving the present behind. And this practice trains your brain to bring awareness back into your body. And not only that, but it enhances sensations and over time will help you prolong ejaculation. Okay. Now to do this practice, you are going to hold and squeeze for a count of three and release. So hold and squeeze for three, two, one, release. And again, hold and squeeze for three, two, one, release. Now, once you feel that you are beginning to feel more comfortable with this, you can more adequately engage your perineum you can actually move on and, and to kind of like make this a little bit more of an advanced practice. You can also do it on your knees with one hand holding you up and the other hand touching your perineum. Now, this is a little bit more of an advanced version of this technique, but it's really going to help build physicality and awareness 
in a more sexual position. So instead of like being seated in a chair, you are going to be on your knees, you know, and this can really mimic a handful of different sexual positions. So in time, also you can add in a thrusting motion with the squeezing and releasing. So as you're squeezing and releasing, you can also incorporate that thrusting motion. Now on the release, you truly want to relax your entire pelvic floor. Right. So we're really getting into the athlete mindset today. If you've ever done weight training, you'll know that doing full stop reps is much harder than allowing the, than doing, um, touch and goes. So allowing, let's say that you're doing a deadlift and you're doing touch and go, you're kind of like letting that weight absorb into the earth and bounce back. And that bounce back is going to help you with the next rep. But if you're doing a pause at the bottom and you fully let the weight go, maybe even like slightly soften your hands around the bar before you engage again and do your next rep, it's much, much harder. So in this practice, also you want to really relax your entire pelvic floor in between every rep. So after you squeeze, when you release fully and deeply release and soften everything. And here's the thing. You need both strength and softness. And I will share that many women actually have incredibly rigid pelvic floors, which makes it harder for them to experience sensations. It can actually, and I have actually learned to do exercises to stretch and soften the pelvic floor because while strengthening the muscles supports stronger orgasms and contractions, you know, having really tight hips can result in less sensation and making it harder to actually feel that pleasure. So you want to have both that strength and also that softness. So I think it's really beautiful to allow the full relaxation to enter into your body so that you know what it's like to fully release, to fully soften. Doing a full release also really helps ensure that you squeeze, that each squeeze and each contraction is activating the right part of your body. Now, this is truly a foundational practice for more advanced practices later on. And it might sound boring. You're like, oh, I'm just breathing and I'm just like touching this tiny little part of my body. But staying with that athlete analogy, you don't just want to jump into that game, right? This is like standing on the free throw line and shooting that free throw basket over and over and over again. And I'm just going to tell you this, from what I understand, Kobe Bryant shot a lot of three throws. In his, in his practice time. Okay. So the same is going to be true for you. So starting with that breath, starting with that pelvic floor training. Now, technique number three, I think is going to be a little bit more fun, a little bit more edgy, and this is all about edging. So you want to begin to stroke your cock and build up pleasure. And let's say that on a scale of one to 10, one being like, I feel no pleasure at all. 10 being like, I am having a massive wild ejaculation and orgasm. You want to build the pleasure while you stroke yourself, while you're inhaling in with that beautiful breath, build it to a level eight. And once you hit that level eight of pleasure, you want to slow it way down. So take those deep parasympathetic breaths in your nose and out through your mouth and slow the pleasure down. 
So instead of going from turn on straight into a climax, you're actually building your turn on in waves. And interestingly, this more closely mimics that of a woman's arousal and a woman's orgasmic state. It really moves in a water in a yin flowing way with a lot of waves of rising and falling of pleasure. Neural pathways have been built around the way that you reach an ejaculation. Similar to mindset coaches talking about how your thoughts and beliefs have neural pathways that build these super highways. So basically what ends up happening is as you have thoughts or actions, and the more that you repeat them and the more that you do them, you get myelination that builds around these circuits. And the more myelin that you have, the more faster neurons can travel, which means that the more likely you are to just get back on that speedway, right? So if you have the same set pattern, visual cues, stroking speed, and pressure in your masturbation, you are going to be building a really strong neural pathway that leads straight to climax. And you have basically built an Autobahn freeway from your garage to your orgasmic destination. And Sometimes that can be really great because you're like, I just want to have this release. I just want to get off. You can hop on that Autobahn. However, if you're looking to build your sexual mastery, if you're looking to prolong sexual experiences and have deeper sexual experiences, you're going to want to go on the road less traveled. And by incorporating edging into your masturbation training and practice, you will begin to take more of that scenic route. You'll be able to enjoy the winding roads, roll the windows down, and really smell that fresh air. <laughs> so when you are in that fast lane, when you're on the Autobahn, it's really hard to get off, right? It's really challenging to merge over to the slower traffic because you are cruising. So you want to start building these new pathways that take you to the same destination so that you're not forced to get on to that Autobahn freeway. If anyone doesn't know what the Autobahn is, Google it, look it up. <laughs> um, not only do you want to focus on the rise and fall of your pleasure scale within an edging practice, but you want to spend time here really playing around with different ways of pleasuring yourself. Maybe trying out different strokes, perhaps different speeds, intensities and pressures because the more that you incorporate variety into masturbation and into sexual training the more alive you will be in a sexual experience with a partner now we all have our favorite positions we all have our favorite speeds like we know the things that just get us going and get us off and that's great it's so good to know this about yourself and it's actually possible to start having those same sensations and experiences in positions and speeds and in mindsets that previously were inaccessible to you. So it's also, in, and this is where, you know, that if it isn't fit, broken, why fix it comes in because you're like, oh, I know the ways that get me off and it feels really good. Why would I do something differently? But think about if you can have a broader menu of options, that simply means that you can have a broader opportunity for more pleasure. So regardless of the position that you're in, regardless of the speed, regardless of the pressure, it still feels really great. How awesome is that? Now, most men are truly touching themselves super hard super fast, watching porn, and moving to a climatic state really quickly. And part of this may be a result of the condition that you experienced as a young boy where perhaps 
you were touching yourself for the first few times. And it was likely a secret. It was likely something that you hid and you did it quickly and quietly so that no one in the house would know. And this really kind of laid that foundation for that autobahn of your pleasure. And if you want to last a really long time, if you want to really satisfy your partner in super deep ways, the trick of mother nature is that it can actually take up to 45 minutes for a woman to be fully aroused and in a peak orgasmic state and where she's open fully. So 45 minutes, that's how long it can take for some women. So knowing this time constraint, knowing what lies ahead, you want to be able to experience pleasure that entire time. So if your body has been conditioned to come in two to three minutes really hard and really fast, it makes it challenging to turn around and have a sexual experience that lasts longer and have the capacity for really connected intimacy. And I will tell you this, that the more connected and present that you can be with the partner that you're with, the more she'll be able to turn around and open up faster, the more she'll be able to become available for peak orgasmic states. So habits come from change, right? If you want to create a new experience of sexual turn on or pleasure, you're going to need to create new habits. And that is the beauty of edging. Edging really helps you become multi-orgasmic. Yes. And it's also this foundational way to separate orgasm from ejaculation. And we'll get into this more later, but just know for now that actually orgasm and ejaculation are two completely separate phenomenons in your body. And some researchers have said that orgasm actually comes from your brain and ejaculation. It comes actually from the spinal control center that's also referred to as your spinal ejaculation generator. So there's this component on your spine that is actually responsible for the ejaculation reflex, whereas that orgasmic experience is something that comes more from your brain, from your mind. And if you want to last that full 45 minutes to bring your partner to her peak pleasure, you'll want to be prepared for it. Now, perhaps you can last longer But in order to do so, you know, you have to like mentally leave the moment. You have to think about, I don't know, your grandmother cooking you pasta or the winning game. I don't know why everyone talks about baseball during sex, but like maybe like the winning, I don't even know. This is so horrible. I don't even know what is the, (laughs) the baseball of the world series. (laughs) Here we go. I'll talk about sex all day. Baseball, I'm lost. You know, like, so you're thinking about your grandmother cooking you pasta. You're thinking about who won the World Series in the last throw and the last hit, like, in order for you to not come. But ultimately, that kind of strategy that you've created to make yourself last longer ultimately leaves her feeling really disconnected. And I will say this, that when you disconnect, when you leave the moment, your partner can feel that and she'll feel alone during sex. And it is really hard to open up more, to enjoy more, to reach an orgasmic state from that space. And sometimes it's conscious. Sometimes a woman will be aware of this and sometimes it's more of a subconscious thing, but either way, it's really hard to open up more when the partner in front of you is not present with you. 
So love the effort, love that you're wanting to experience more with your partner. Let's create some new ways to do that because I think that when you can last longer and be in a more pleasurable state, not only is that great for her, but that's like amazing for you, right? So use edging as a tool to really remain present during sex and know that in that presence, you can control the level of pleasure exactly the way that you desire it. So as you, and I'll get into like the very specifics of how to do the edging practice now, cause I've just been talking so much about it, but as you move through the rising and the falling of the pleasure, when you're in intimacy, you can also actually control the rising and the falling of your pleasure again. And sex from this place where you have this immense amount of control over what you're inviting in and releasing and inviting in and releasing is far more amazing and magical. So when you set that 10 to 15 minutes aside, what I'm going to invite you to do is as you're stroking yourself, as you're enjoying being in your body, being aroused, increase that pleasure to a level eight. And once you get to that level eight, you're going to decrease it back down to like a four. And then you're going to move that pleasure back up to an eight, bring it back down to that level three or four. And you're going to do this. Let's start with say four or five times. And as you become more masterful at the practice, you can start to cycle through this more and more and know the number that you're going for. Like, let's say that you're like, I want to raise the pleasure five times in my practice today. So you're going through, you're going through it, like really do what you can to be in control of that rise and fall of the pleasure and just like, see how it feels to be in such control of your pleasure. And then once you reach that set rep, where you're like, okay, I've reached here five times, like check in with yourself. Do I now want to move into an orgasmic state? And when you can start to ask yourself that question and make a decision accordingly, that is even when even more control can enter into your body. And that is so, so epic for you. So technique number three is all about edging. And the final technique that I'm going to share today, and please know I'm going to share way more techniques because these are really just some of the foundational components. And I think actually the breath and the edging can be a little bit more advanced. Um, but for now, this is what I'm so excited for you to just like start playing around with every day. The final technique is all about moving pleasure up and in. So often the impulse is to actually move your pleasure down and out of your body. So the pleasure is sending down through your cock and literally out of your body via ejaculation. Thinking about the flow of blood, it's moving into your cock and then ejaculation is releasing. So there's like this like down and out motion. So as you begin to turn on and feel your pleasure and your arousal, Usually your cock and the tip of your penis is going to have the largest state of pleasure. So instead of being turned on and pushing that pleasure out, you want to take that pleasure and actually pull it up and in. So as you inhale, slow and deep, 
connecting with that breath we discussed earlier. You want to feel the pleasure, really pull up and in. So as you inhale, you can actually think about taking the pleasure that you're feeling in your cock or the tip of your penis and pulling it up and into your body. And then as you exhale with that deep open mouth, taking that pleasure and actually like imagining that it's moving throughout your entire body. It's moving into your arms. It's moving into your legs. It's moving into your head. So taking that rush of pleasure that is living within your cock and actually moving it throughout your body. And when you do the pelvic floor squeeze, when you're squeezing your perineum, you want to do this as well. So as you squeeze, pulling that sensation up and into your body. And I personally love to move energy and pleasure through the chakras. So thinking about from the base, you know, your perineum, the root of your spine, up through your belly, through your chest, your throat, your third eye, and into the crown of your head. And I'm pulling that pleasure when I'm moving the energy up through the chakras, up and into my body and up through different parts of my body. Now, you can do this same intention when you're doing the edging practice. When you reach that level eight of pleasure, you can actually take that pleasure and pull it up and into your body and then soften down to that four or that five or that three. And you might be wondering why do this? A couple of reasons. One, when you pull pleasure up and into your body, you can actually delay ejaculation because the pleasure is no longer isolated in your cock. And by moving the pleasure up and through your body, you're able to soften that sensation of like that, oh my God, I'm going to explode sensation because you're pulling it and you're distributing it. So it's not building up in one single place. Also, This intentionality invites in the possibility for full body orgasms. Because you're disseminating the pleasure to the entirety of your body, you're creating space for truly every molecule and every cell of your being to experience an orgasmic state. So the sensations that you feel in your cock and in the tip of your penis are available for literally your entire body to feel. And as you practice moving that pleasure up and into your body more and more, you're going to be able to actually experience more pleasure in your entire body when you reach orgasm. And finally, by pulling the pleasure up and in, by being able to delay that ejaculation, by being able to enter into more of a full body orgasmic state, you can also orgasm with your partner. By moving pleasure throughout your entire body, you're actually able to train your body to better climax when you want. There's more, again, there's more of that state of control over when you're entering into an orgasmic state because you are more present within your body, you're more present within your sensations, and by that, you have more control over what's going on. So, I like to imagine that your pleasure and turn on is like this kindling, incredible fire. And instead of allowing that fire to collect in your cock or the head of your penis, you want to imagine in your mind that that pleasure is actually moving throughout your entire body. So like imagining that this fire, this like red hot, and it doesn't have to be fire. It can be whatever you want. It could be like fucking sparkles, who knows, whatever resonates with you. And Imagine that that fire 
is moving up and into your body. And as you incorporate this practice with the edging, with the breath, with the pelvic floor squeeze, you'll begin to find that pleasure you feel during ejaculation and orgasm is able to be experienced throughout the entirety of your sexual experience, not just in that peak state. So because you've been able to move the pleasure, you can experience the pleasure all throughout your sexual experience. This kind of fucking, this kind of lovemaking, this kind of masturbation, it doesn't change only what happens to you in the bedroom. It will completely revolutionize who you are. And I truly, truly believe that. That's like one of the main reasons why I'm doing this work is because I believe that how we show up in our sex life and what's happening in our sexuality is such an indicator and so deeply connected to who we are and how we show up in the rest of our lives. And if you can live in a state of like deep sexual mastery of like epic confidence in yourself in the bedroom of like knowing that you can control your bodily sensations and that you can invite in pleasure and release pleasure whenever you want. And you can feel that in your entire body. Think about how you can show up in your life. Like really think about it for a moment. When you can show up in your sexual life with confidence with power and control and the capacity to be both present and totally immersed fully in the sensations at hand, how are you going to show up in your daily life? How is that going to change you? Who is that going to make you become? With all of this said, set that timer Block your calendar because you have work to do. Again, that 10 to 15 minute time period every day if you can or as consistently as feels accessible to you. Start now. Start with your breath. Start with the pelvic floor exercise. Start with the edging practice and start with that intention and technique of pulling your pleasure up and into your body. Now, when you can be in your heart and in your body, and in the present moment with yourself and with someone else, there is truly nothing more magical. And I want this for you so, so badly. Okay, now let's get after it. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of The Naked Connection. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss another episode. Trust me on this, your sex life and that special someone in your life will thank you for it. And if you really love the show, please take a moment and leave a five-star review or a written review and let me know what you think. It would mean so much to me and the show. Until next time, happy connecting.